Welcome to Two Out of Three Recommend. I'm Lee. And I'm Brett. We're two brothers out of three getting together to chat and recommend drinks, movies, shows and things to keep you busy. Welcome to another episode of Two Out of Three Recommend. We are Two Out of Three Brothers recommending stuff. Stuff. Yes, I almost said reviewing movies two drinks at a time. That would be later uh, this week. We are not. We are recommending stuff two drinks at a time. Uh-huh. I just understood the name of this drink that I bought. Cider fiction. Yeah, sci-fi. sci-fi. Yep. It's like, why cider fiction? What the hell does that mean? Yeah, but why is it called cider fiction? What the hell does that mean? I just watched that clip the other day. <laughs> George, oh, Frank yeah, 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 Frank Estenza. But why is it cider fiction? Um, is that... I don't know. Restricted, made in the Barossa. Conspiracy, probably created by a renowned winemaker. Fiction, you'll know by the taste if this is true. I don't understand. I feel like they named it cider fiction just so they could call it sci-fi. Why not? I guess we'll see. We named a two-drink cinema so we could drink. (laughs) That says more about us than anything Um, else. This is... Also, don't line up. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for getting my charades. Mine does. Why do I always get the dodgy one? I'm going to get another one. There's six in there. No. No. You're holding it in the wrong hand. Face it, the camera. I'm right-handed. Face the camera. Oh, I spilt. (laughs) Like, I'm left-handed. I'm right-handed. I'm okay. not going to drink with my left hand. I drink with my left hand, but for the sake of the YouTube... Well, I'll drink um, Okay, out of the... No, can't be done. Anyway, sci-fi, science fiction, made in the Barossa. Made in the Barossa Valley. Okay. Cider fiction. It is apple cider. It is 1.5 standard drinks. Just apple? Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I went on all about showing it, showing the camera the can, and then I put it behind my microphone. Yeah, see? That's Hang why on. you drink with your right hand. Hang on, let me move the mic so you can all see it. Sci-fi cider tastes better than knife. I don't know. I don't know why I went knife maker then. <laughs> yeah, it's not sweet. Mentos, the but fresh it's not maker. Too, it's all right. Um, it's not too dry. No, it's a good balance of sweetness. Um, it is produced in Australia for Pinnacle Drinks. Okay. So that says to me that it's not made in the Barossa. Oh. Like Pinnacle Produced drinks. in Australia for Pinnacle Drinks. It's made in the oh, Barossa, yeah, but okay. Pinnacle Drinks is in Waterloo Street, Surrey Hills. Pinnacle Drinks is um, the company. Owns the Dorian Estate winemaking facility in the Barossa. Oh, yes. Now part of the Endeavour Group, which became a standalone company in 2021 following a demerger from Woolworths. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. Great. Um, and they're still going strong. Yeah. So Pinnacle Drinks is the A parent company and owns a winery and a wine, well, winemaking facility. Sounds less like a winery, more that like a factory. sounds like a barrel in someone's shed. Yeah, yeah. A winemaking facility in the Barossa that also makes cider. Cool. Um, it's Christmas. We've got a Christmas snack. We have shortbread, everybody. It's butter shortbread with macadamia fingers. Yep. Um, it uh, is the brand shortbread. Max. It's Australian, made and owned. I just wanted... By the Pinnacle Drink Company. That's weird. <laughs> 
It's made in Kerrang, in Victoria, that I went through the other day. Oh. We're going to talk a little bit about that trip in a moment. Let me, okay. I have a, Max Shortbread, I have a question. Yeah. Yeah. You open the box. Yes. The packet. Packet. Yep. To open it isn't on the top. Oh, okay. It's on the side. So I have to get out the whole packet. And now because I've taken the whole packet out of the box. You have to eat all of them. I have to eat the whole packet. Maybe that's the point. I just, I. Do you understand the name of this? Yes. Good. Yes, because shortbread is Scottish. It's made by Maccas. Rich butter shortbread fingers with macadamias baked to a traditional home style recipe. Right. Wheat flour, choice butter. Choice. Sugar, macadamia nuts, salt raising agents. Should we try them? Yeah. Sorry. We're talking about it. Cheers. Cheers. And then there's crumbs everywhere. Yeah. Is that shortbread? The other, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna say, not buttery enough. Not buttery enough. Shortbread that you buy, really is. Unless you buy it from a little old lady at a farmer's market. I would also prefer if there weren't macadamia in there. I'm okay with the macadamia. I, I'm glad we're getting something other than Walker's shortbread. Yep, everyone gets the Walker's shortbread. Where did you buy it from, Lee? Woolies. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm happy with Walker's short with Walker's shortbread, but I'm also happy with Max. Yeah, nice. Good. Could definitely ah. be more butter. It tastes like Christmas. There's definite butter butteriness in there, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't call it butter shortbread. Okay. Okay. Sorry. My overzealous uh, enunciating with my hands. Speaking of overzealous, I watched a movie. Yeah, what was it? It was a movie where Jim Parsons stars as Jim Parsons. Okay. Called Spoiler Alert. Right. He's a gay. Yeah. And has a relationship with a gay. And the guy dies. Oh, spoiler alert. Well, no. Well, yeah, because at the start, he dies. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's like flashback. This is when we met. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, right. Um, He's 50. Jim Parsons? Yeah. Jesus. I suppose he did start late in life. He's done all right. He's made one good TV show. Not um, the Big Bang Theory. No, it was, that's his best work. Young Sheldon. Yeah, so he's just being a weird gay nerd. Yep. Um, and his thing is that he's obsessed with TV. Okay. And so it's like TV references, which is a bit is, strange. Is his spouse in the show his spouse IRL? I don't think so. I Todd don't know. Todd Spearwack? I don't know. Okay. That's not his name. Is it this guy? No. Okay. That's upside down and I couldn't really see it, but he's more attractive. <laughs> okay. Um so um he's in it. Yes, Jim Parsons. It it was all right. It had some nice moments. Ben yep. Aldridge plays his partner. Okay, so not Todd Spearwack. Where did you get Todd Spearwack? That's from? his spouse in real life. Oh, okay. 
And when I looked him up, the movies he's been in is A Kid Like Jake and Spoiler Alert. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it had it all right moments. Mm. Um, I'm going to say. I'm going to say it wasn't fantastic. He narrates it. Mm. Which I found a little bit weird. Because the whole thing is like, he's dead. And we know he's dead at the start. The dead guy narrates it? No. Oh. Jim Parsons narrates it. And it's almost like a letter to his partner on his deathbed. So it's all just like, remember that time when we went to the beach? Oh, and then they go to the beach. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Would you or would you not recommend it? I would recommend it. It's a nice watch. There is one reason I would recommend it. Mm. Uh, The dead dead one's mum is played by Sally Field. Okay. Great. Um... The other thing I found was because, like, he didn't really know what year it was. Yeah, okay. Because it was just, like, when we first met 13 years ago and then it flashed back and I'm like... Is it 2010? So, is this 2010? Because he's talking about watching Felicity on the TV. So, I don't think it is. So, it's a bit strange for me. Based on a book, do you reckon? Yeah, it was based on a book about the guy who wrote the book's real life, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it tells the true story of journalist Michael Osiello yep. and photographer Kit Cowan's deep and profound relationship. Oh, and it's written by those two guys. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cancer. Mm. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, this is a spoiler alert. Yep. And I'm not going to say it. But there was one bit towards the end mm. that they did as a choice for the story. And it was weird. Like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? And it was just why kind of ruined it for me. Oh, but you're not going to give us a spoiler alert. No, because I don't want people to expect it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But when you get to the point where you're like, why the fuck would you do that? Yes, you'll know what I mean. You'll know what Brett's talking about. Yeah, because it's at a quite a pivotal moment of the movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. I watched a movie. Okay, good. Which Shane had watched before, but I had not watched before. Star Wars The Last Jedi. No, I've watched all the Star Wars movies. I think. Yes. I've not watched all the Star Wars TV. Oh. Because there is far too much of it now. Anywho. The movie is another Disney property, though. Yep. Free Guy. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. And... Ryan Reynolds. As the movie was happening, Mm. I was like, this is reminding me of another movie. Okay. It reminded me of a very recent two-drink cinema watch. Dead Poets Society? Elf. Oh, we didn't watch Dead Poets Society. It reminded me of Elf. Oh. Okay. In that that it was bad. No. The movie is this, right? Mm -hmm. In the real world, this company has a game called Free City. Okay. Right? Yep. And you can go into the game and it is a immersive open world game. Okay. Where you can be, your character can do whatever you want. Yep. And there are all these NPCs, non-playable characters that do like react to whatever. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds plays an NPC, which is the least believable part of the movie. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. If you're gonna, I thought he like, would be one you play as. No. Ryan oh. Reynolds is not an NPC IRL. Okay. Oh. All the kids I've got my lack. OMG. Yeah. So. Hello, Al. 
<laughs> then. Did you LOL? He, I did LOL oh. once or twice. Okay. Not actual LOL, but like, like ha-ha. No, like, you know that laugh you do when oh, you yeah. type LOL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah that kind sure. of laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I did a few SQs. Yeah, SQs. Yeah. I did SQs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, should we say what that means? <laughs> <laughs> so that there's, our- there's two people that might listen that would understand that. Yeah, yeah. SQ was invented by our cousin, who is also named Brett. Yeah. So he's the funny cousin. Like yeah. Like you're yeah. also the he's, funny cousin. Yeah, all right. If, if yeah. Of that branch yeah, is yeah. the funny one. <laughs> no offence to we anyone else. need to do 20 questions. In that branch. Um, it stands for snigger quietly, which snigger. is what you really do yeah. when you type LOL. You just go, <laughs> no one lols. No one actually laughs out loud. No. So I SQ'd a number of times cool. uh, during the movie. So uh, Ryan Reynolds plays NPC Guy, who works at the bank. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he is an NPC, da-da-da, and you, he go, it's going through his life, and he sees this hot girl. Jodie Comer. That he falls in love with. Yeah. Is right? that Jodie Comer? He doesn't know he's an NPC, and she's a player. Oh, like a player? No. All right. Like a player one. People player. listening, you didn't get to see my hand gesture. You're dope. It was like gangster sign. Gang signs. You, you were a player. Up. So it's a P L A Y E R, not a P L A L A A Y A. A Y A. Yep. She is a player in the game. Mm-hmm. What Guy calls the sunglasses people because it's an open world immersive game. They have heads up display glasses that they play with in the real world. And in okay. the game, they have yep. the sunglasses on. Right? All right. So then, so when this was advertised, it was kind of advertised like the there's the movie Ready Player One, right? Yeah. Which is about this dystopian future where everyone's so obsessed with being in this immersive open world game that actual real world is shit because okay. everyone just spends their time in this game. So like The Sims. Yeah. Yeah. So... It was kind of marketed as a bit like that, but Ryan Reynolds funny. Okay. But it's not that. Okay. So the the main thing of the story is that these two people, Joe Keery uh, and the girl who- Jodie Comer. Yeah, the girl who he falls in love with. Joe Keery is in Stranger Things. Oh, the- yeah, The guy right. with the hair. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They invented this game that had AI in it mm. and the characters in the game have their own lives and you just immerse yourself to interact with and observe these characters within the games in their real life, right? Okay. Then this guy, played by Taika Waititi... Of course. ...buys their game, shelves it so he can release Free City without that kind of immersive game competition... But Jodie Comer is convinced that her AI engine is in this Free City game. Okay. So she goes into the game to try and find the evidence because she is suing him. Okay. And then what happens is Ryan Reynolds' guy is AI and so starts to develop his own life outside of being an NPC. Okay. And that throws everything into shit. Okay, 
Not a single... Truman Show. I didn't watch it when it came out. Truman Show? Nah. Okay. I didn't watch it when it came out because it didn't mention any of that in the trailer. It was Ryan Reynolds is in a, is in a game. Yeah. It's like Ryan Reynolds is stuck in a game and he's got to get out into the real world yeah. with the ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if they'd released it this year and not in 2021... That ad would have been AI heavy. Yes. Because AI is a much bigger thing now than it was in 2021. Yeah. So I think it's good. Like I said, Ryan Reynolds not being an action hero is not believable. Yeah, right. I feel like in 2023 at least, it's more believable that there is an AI engine in an open world immersive gaming experience mm. than it is Ryan Reynolds playing an NPC. Yeah. So it's good. There's funny moments. Taika Waititi's character is a little bit OTT. Yeah. To put another acronym in there. Joe Keery plays this guy. <laughs> okay. You know? I, yeah. Does he still have the same haircut? Yep. But it's funny he has really messy or trodden down hair, right? His hair's deflated, to quote Tracy Turnblad and Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Whose not name is Amanda Bynes. Until mm. the happy ending. And Ooh. then his hair is perfect. Oh, God. <laughs> Which is interesting. So Joe Keery plays this guy. He's a guy, whatever. He's not giving us any much range yet. Joe yeah, Keery. yeah, yeah. Uh, Jodie Comer is pretty good. Uh, as the main girl. Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think when they released it, it's almost like we said about Elf. Mm. They, they're like, here's, here's a Ryan Reynolds movie. You don't need to know what it is. You like Ryan Reynolds, go and see it. Yeah. That's all they need. I, I don't think it was a shameless Ryan Reynolds vehicle, though. Okay. He did produce it, right? Yep. But I I think it's a quite a clever story. It could have gone a little bit deeper. The thing that reminded me of Elf, though, is that Ryan Reynolds is very happy while all of this weird shit is going on around him. Right. Like he's just walking down the street going, hi, this guy, hi, this guy, and shit's happening and he's just happy. And then as he goes along, he starts to get involved in the things. That's okay. the bit that reminded me of Elf. Right. I Great. would recommend it if you liked it. One thing, I when would I would recommend the, it if you liked it. <laughs> if you like that idea of movie. If you like yeah, yeah, Ryan yeah. Reynolds, you will like this movie. Yes. The one thing that made me think the trailer wasn't good was that the two references. So this this movie Ready Player One. Yes. Which if you've seen that I, and you like comedy, I think you'll really like Free Guy. The thing about Ready Player One is the constant, almost to the point of saturation, pop culture references for Gen Xs. <clears throat> so right? Spielberg. Yeah. Um, in the trailer for Free Guy, there is a moment where he gets Captain America's shield and then a moment where he has a lightsaber. Okay. Right. Those two moments within a 30-second trailer give you the idea that there are a lot of references like that in the movie. Yeah. They are the only two that happen within about eight seconds. So I expected a pop culture reference-heavy movie, and that wasn't it. 
So I think, Ryan Reynolds, your people didn't do the best at advertising the movie. Having said that, it took $331 million at the box office. Yeah. So I think they were okay. Yes. Because Taika Waititi directed it, didn't he? I would assume. No, Sean Levy directed it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I would assume that Taika Waititi had directed it. Because um, he does love to put himself in his own movies. Yeah. Um, Sean Levy, uh, the director of Free Guy, Deadpool 3, which is coming next year, Night at the Museum, Real Steel, uh, The Adam Project. Wow. Not related. What a list. Not related to Eugene Levy. Yep, you can tell. They are both just Canadian and in uh, the entertainment cinema. industry. Yes. All right. Um, so Free Guy, if you like Ryan Reynolds, yes. If you like Ryan Reynolds, you've probably already watched Free Guy. Yeah, true. If you liked Ready Player One, you'll probably like Free Guy as well, regardless of whether you like Ryan Reynolds. It is not saturated just Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Jodie Comer gets a fair amount of story, as, right. does, as does Joe Keery. Yeah. Right. All right? Cool. I talked a lot. Yeah. Let's go. Is there anything in the movie you didn't say? <laughs> the ending. The ending. Um, I watched another documentary. Oh, was it about someone to do with the entertainment industry? It was. Okay. Um, it was also homosexual. <laughs> um, it was Rock Hudson. Rock, Rock Hudson. Rock Hudson, <laughs> All That Heaven Allowed. Okay. Because he was in a movie called All That Heaven Allows. Oh, right. Okay. So they basically just named that. And put it in past tense because he's dead. <laughs> um, it may have been called, it may as well have been called Rock Hudson. We get it. He's gay. Rock Hudson. Did you know he was gay? Will, you will within the first 20 seconds. Look. Let's just start with a sex scene or something. It does. He's in a, he's in a bathroom and he's, <laughs> no, he's plowing James Dean. Um, it was good. Right, a little bit teary at the end. Heavy on the gay, though. But basically, 99% of the movie, all they spoke about was, he's gay. He didn't look it or seem it, but he was. So it wasn't, this is how it was to be a closet gay in Hollywood then? It was a little bit of that. Okay. But it was like, um, you know, he got his big break with his... With his agent. Now he's the number one star in the world. I'm like, well, how about you talk a bit more about that? Yeah, was he gay in between those two points? Like, well, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you, like, that, it wasn't it wasn't a documentary of Rock's, Rock Hudson's life for me. It was yeah. a documentary of Rock Hudson being gay in Hollywood, which was the majority of his life. But was there the depth of this is what it was really like to be a closet gay in Hollywood then? Um. Well, there was a little bit of it like, you know, he was so macho and had to be alpha male number one that if, you know, if it was found out, um, his career would be over. Okay. Well, it's also illegal. Did we get the moment Rizzo referred to when Rock Hudson lost his heart to Doris Day AA? We spoke with Doris Day. AA. AA. Yeah. Um, they referenced those movies. Okay, not um, Greece, the Rock Hudson not, Doris not Day Greece. movies. Not Rock yeah. Hudson Doris Day yeah. movies. Um, yeah. Look, it was good. It was good. Okay. I would recommend it if you're a fan of, like, old cinema or gays or Rock Hudson 
of which he is all three, then you'll enjoy it. There is a little bit, like, it gives you a little bit more background of his life. So, my thing with documentaries is you need to teach me something I don't already know. That's why I've not watched a single documentary on Back to the Future. Because I know it already. I know it. Right? Um, it, you know, it's it's good. It did teach me a couple of things, but it was almost like the way they got through it. So, at the start, I found it weird because they were just showing old clips of Rock Hudson. Mm. And then there were, it was like him or co-stars or people they'd spoke to, just the audio over the top of it. Okay. And I'm like, are we going to see any of these people that you're talking to? Or are they dead? Well, no, but it was like old footage. Yeah. Okay. Like old recordings. Yeah. But then you did eventually see, you know, an interview with Rock Hudson. But it wasn't the people that made them. It was like stock footage, not stock footage. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then, like, footage. an into old interview with, like, Doris Day and then, you know, another person he starred with and such and such and yada, yada. Yeah, okay. So, I found that a bit weird. I'm like, are we ever going to actually see any of these people we're talking to? But then it was just like, okay, how we, we'll we go through his career mm. and at each point we'll talk to some guy he was potentially in a relationship with. Oh, my God. Is that all he is? Basically, they painted him to be a big fight slut. Like Errol Flint. Well, yeah, well, I think because he was. <laughs> Apparently, it's like if, if Rock Hudson just slept with anyone. Um, if I was Rock Hudson? Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and then people, he had to get married because, quote, he's nearly 30 and he's suspiciously unmarried. That's yeah. why then they had to, you know, to get married to his agent's secretary or whatever. Um, oh, she was the Deborah Lee Furness, mm, allegedly. Mm, mm. Jada Pinkett. So... <laughs> I think it was good. And it had I a... saw another meme recently. Oh, yeah. A, a, a led, it's a photo, and they've photoshopped Jada Pinkett in the place of Yoko Ono. <laughs> it's like apparently Jada Pinkett also broke up the Beatles. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought you were going to say she broke up Fresh Prince and DJ Jesse Jeff. Well, that that was one of the things, but then they the memes oh, took it to the point of okay. she broke up the Beatles. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Get it. <laughs> I know in meme cult in like meme culture that's so old. Yeah, yeah, Jada yeah. Pinkett memes. Yeah. So I'm sorry I brought that back up. Um, yeah, so it was good. There was some good moments. Learned a bit. It was kind of sad to see him towards the end, obviously. Yeah. Um, and kind of the hysteria around it, and everything. Oh, over his AIDS revelation. Mm. Mm. Um, but then they were like. He did more, he did a lot for AIDS because he's the first kind of like famous person to get it. So then it raised awareness in well, a way to say they'd got it. Say they got it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So is it raised awareness in that kind of way? Okay. And Elizabeth Taylor made a little appearance, not in real life. She's dead as well. Um. They were all dead. Uh. But yeah. So it was good. If you like Hollywood documentaries, I think you will like it, and therefore I recommend it. Okay. Let's recommend uh, an event we went to recently. Okay. It was mentioned in a previous episode of one of our podcasts. Yes. I can't remember which. Yeah. We went to the Simpsons trivia. We did. At Pride of Our Footscray. Uh, it was good. It was good fun. It was good fun. There's it's a, always a great time at Pride of Our Footscray. There's a couple of things I would recommend to do with this. Uh, one of them is the Toblerone martini that Mon makes. Uh-huh. One's the French Top of the martini. List. We... We are 
amateur, and we're on the record on Two Drink Cinema, amateur cocktail makers, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why we don't do dairy cocktails. Yeah, or maple syrup but anymore. <laughs> the Toblerone Martini at Pride of Our Footscray is my go-to. Yeah. And I went straight to it. Yeah. Just like your friend Sarah went straight to making friends with the random that sat with us. She loves making a friend with a rando. Um, and she wasn't, she was sober. Yeah. Well, relatively. Like she had a couple of drinks. No, no, but it wasn't, it wasn't like- It wasn't Pride of Alfred's Great 11 p.m. on a Friday. Sarah, when I made friends with Sarah, when it was midnight yeah. <laughs> at Pride of Alfred's Great, and we'd both had some $5 fireball shots. Yeah. But there was the four of us sitting at our table named Super Nintendo Chalmers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And That's what we went with. Then there, there was, some was good names there too. a Simpsons fan that was just like, yeah, I like Simpsons trivia. Yeah. And I Go like on. this bar. Yeah. Just w- popped up. Went by herself. Thank God she joined our table. Yeah. She had some answers. She knew everything that I did. Um, no, she got a couple. There was a couple. She did we get a couple of. that was good. We decided we came fourth. No, I decided we came third. I, oh, no, fourth. Yes, mm. because um, we know the top three. Yeah. We came fourth. That's what I told, I told everybody at work that. Super Nintendo Charmers came fourth. So uh, Pride is having quite a few Thursday night. That seems to be their event night. Yeah. Wednesday night is always Pride Bingo. Uh-huh. And we will be there soon. Yeah. At some point before Christmas. Thursday night, there is Pride com- uh, Pride Comedy. Yes. Or Poetry Spective. Uh-huh. Uh, which is Queer Poets. And then in December, there is rumours there's going to be Christmas movie trivia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We will be there. Okay. Well, sure. we're going to win. Well, if yeah. What can we name our... Team. Two drink cinema. Two drink cinema. Elf was shit. <laughs> um, Convince me that Elf was a good movie. That's that's what our team Two had. drink cinema Christmas special. Yeah. Is what we'll name our team. If you would like to join our team, we're open to it. Yeah. Get in touch with us on the socials and we'll, um, we'll happily will, have listeners. You will have to answer a short list of questions. Well, just buy us a cocktail. No, you're, to make sure you're good enough to be on my table. Although I didn't do that with Sarah or yeah. Becca. So. Yeah. <laughs> you and I will know enough. We'll be fine. As long as there's a question about It's a Wonderful Life, which as there will be. As long as there's a question about, um, I'm blanking on another Christmas movie. Love, Love Actually. Actually. Yeah. You've we got did. Love Actually. I've got It's a Wonderful Life. Let's call the whole thing off. All, All right. right. Um, so that's Pride of Our Foot's Great. We always mention it regularly. Yes. We do recommend it. Wednesday Pride Bingo will be there soon. Uh, trivia for Christmas movies in December. We will be there as long as it is not Thursday the 14th. And ooh, ooh. then uh, let's just have drinks there some other night before Christmas. Well, we will. All right. We'll do a bingo and a drinks. All right. Done. Why don't we just do family Christmas there? Listeners. I reckon... I reckon Pop would love that. Nah, he'd be fine. Yeah. Anyway. I had a friend the other day. I invited him to karaoke, right, at the Laird, which is males only, right? (gasps) Scandalo. And he's like, oh, I'll do karaoke. I'm like, well, you got to come. I go any Friday night you want to go. Yeah. I'll be there. Mm Mm-hmm. And if, li- if you're listening and you want to go as well, listeners, let me know. Yeah. Because I want people to go with as an excuse to go. Um, and then I that. said I'm, to I'm him- I'm busy, sorry. <laughs> I said to him, come to this one with me. He's straight. 
but you'll have to deal with gay people. And then he goes to me, oh, yeah, oh, I'm okay with gay, gay people. I'm like, I'd hope so. We've been friends for 10 years. <laughs> I would recommend <laughs> not homophobia. Is that what you're recommending there? No, no, he's not. He's um, just like forgot that one of the gay people that I was referring to was me. Yeah. Go to Pride of our Footscray. Great uh, community venue in the West. I have a recommendation, Lee. Good. If you're travelling mm. in Victoria yep. to a regional area, yep. get the V-line. Yeah. Yeah. I went on a couple of weekends ago, went to visit my good friend Liam. Shout out to Liam if you're listening. Fan of the nanny, if regular ah, listeners yes. will know. Yes, um, and f- regular <laughs> listeners will know the phrase, shout out to Liam if you're listening. Um, to visit him, he lives in Swan Hill. Yeah. And if you're someone in my office, where is that, you might ask, which I found weird. Like, why don't you know? Um, I know it's regional. But it's Swan It's northwestish. Yeah. Yeah. It's Swan yeah. Hill. Yeah, it's yeah. not Bort. No, that's true. <laughs> Sorry to Bort. Anybody no, no. from Bort, if yeah. you're listening. Um, yeah. And so I considered driving. Yep. Because easy. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, oh, let me look at the trains. And to go from Melbourne to Swan Hill and back. Fourteen bucks, bargain. Right, a dollar an hour, less, less, okay. less. <laughs> um, yeah, and they have food on the train. Oh, do they? Yeah, on those regional ones. Ah, uh, they the have long food on the trains because yeah, I've yeah. caught the V line to Geelong. Yeah, well, that's not regional. That's not. It is, but isn't regional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have food. No, they those. don't. That's why I was like, oh, I'll get food at Woolworths at Southern Cross. <laughs> yeah. Um, before. Could have got some Mac shortbread. Then I was like, oh, they have Coke and chips and water. I don't need these. So did you buy Coke and chips and water on the way back? No, I bought a Coke and a chicken Caesar wrap. But did That's they- hot food as well, like- On the V-Line train, yeah. have the Woolies chicken chips? No, they did not. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so the, time, the timing worked out well. 7.40 a.m. in the morning, get up to Swan Hill, what, 12 Quarter past 12. Yep. Then on Sunday, I came back on a Sunday and I left at like 4.30, got home at like 9.30 after travel. So like the train got in, then I got it home. That's very reasonable. And I was like, why don't I just get the later train home? Because it's not like I'm going to go to bed before 9.30 anyway. Do they go regularly enough? They go a couple of times a day. Okay. I guess that's regularly enough. Yeah. Because I knew someone... He lived next door to our cafe. Yeah. And his mum lived in Mildura. Oh, God. And he was rushing me to make his coffee. Not in an, not in an asshole way. Yeah. If you're listening and do that, you're an asshole. But he was a regular customer. Yep. Um, and he was saying that he was in a rush because if he missed this train to Mildura, the next one didn't go for six hours. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. And that, I guess, is an issue of train. Yeah, that's a train issue. But also get there a bit earlier. Not a criticism of this guy, um, but yeah. Look, I managed to get to the train station on time. I got to, I got home four hours before the train left. So um, okay, well done. It's I yeah. I recommend the train, but I don't recommend doing it hungover slash maybe still drunk from the night before. All right, and then 
um, having an annoying fucking kid sitting behind you that was talking or crying or screaming or kicking the back of my seat the whole time so I couldn't get asleep. Uh, you watched Elf on the train. You I have did. Seen this. I did. And the next movie we are watching for Two Drink Cinema as mm. a segue yes. is Scrooged. Ah, I haven't seen Scrooged. Um, I haven't seen Scrooged either. But the episode comes out Friday. It has a 35-year anniversary, Bill Murray's version of A Christmas Carol. I am intrigued to see what it is like and see if it Mm. it aged as well or worse or better than Groundhog Day. Yeah, that will be interesting. Mm. Groundhog Day musical, though, is doing very well, apparently. Written by Tim mm, Minchin. You know why it's making a lot of money? Because it keeps going over and over again. Well, people keep seeing it over and over again. Uh, is where yeah, I was yeah. going to go with that. I wonder if it's got that in it. Um, papa. No, no. I got you, babe. Oh, I'm sure it would. Um, papa. <laughs> Thanks for Because listening. that song goes over and over and repeats over it and over does. again. He is a little ditty. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Out of Three Recommend. If you're on the Two Drink Cinema bandwagon, then we are watching Scrooge this week for Christmas. Uh, if you want to give us a tip for Christmas, the link's in the episode description. Yes, um, it is. To help us buy some more sci-fi or some more shortbread. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for listening to Two Out of Three Recommend. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was produced and pay our respects to Elders past and present. If you'd like to support the podcast and become a member, gaining early access to episodes and an exclusive episode each month, sign up as a member using the link in the show notes. If there's something you'd like to recommend to us, get in touch on the socials or in our Facebook group. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app or on YouTube. Leave us a rating and review and tell your friends.